All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Add the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> In 10, 11, 12, and welcome to Tosp Wissage. What do you think of the new th- theme song, Doug? Oh, I love it. It's, it's <laughs> the best uh, theme song since the 18. <laughs> Tosp Wissage, of course, uh, for you, those of you who don't know, who just know, know us as Tosp Wissage, it stands for... The One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. Oh, yeah, and I'm Doug. And uh, Scott and Jeff uh, are not with us. Yeah, they couldn't be here this week. Or last week. They've actually never been here. They will be back next week, though. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure they will. All right, this is our, this is episode 108. 108 episodes, Doug. Can you believe it? What a journey. I know. They've flown by, haven't they? Yes, it's really flown by. I mean, the first 54 episodes seem like they take forever. And Uh the second 54, just in a blink of an eye. Yeah, we really got in the groove there. Unfortunately, um, you cannot listen to the first 100. You can only listen to the uh, eight latest ones. And why is that again, Doug? Oh, um well we've misplaced the first hundred multiple multiple times yeah last last week we're there on the dark web but i have some good news the first 100 episodes are up what you got them off the dark web yep yeah i uh i got them back uh off the dark web and i they are now up and people can um, listen to them. That's huge. That's huge. So how do, we, how do I listen to them? Well, maybe listen is not the right word. A uh, bit of an overstatement. That's going to be difficult to pull off. I, what? In order to put them up, I had to put them up under a different name. I don't want them to get pulled down again, so I don't really want to reveal the name that I had to put <laughs> Are they, is it, is it searchable? Define searchable. Like, could I, could I find it? Is there anything that I could type in that would allow me to find this? Uh, No, no. Okay. (laughs) That's what you mean by searchable. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't find them. Can you Uh, find them? Yeah, I I went to pretty extreme lengths. I, listen, I don't want these episodes to get taken down again and stolen. All right. Oh, so for the good of the episodes, that nobody can find them and nobody can listen to them. As well, of right, as of right now, man, those are some great episodes. Yeah, they are great, but, and you know, someone might happen upon them, and what a treat for that person. Well, you know, at least they're safe. Yeah, they are safe. Which That's is, the most uh, important bad. thing, don't you think? Well, yeah. should we should we introduce our guest today? Sure, let's go. Okay. All right, today's guest is a writer for television. Uh, he's written on um, a Norm MacDonald's show, uh, Scare Tactics, Prank Encounters. Uh, you may have seen his short film, The Listening. Uh, he's a really an up-and-coming voice in the uh, Tosplissage world. His name is Doug Perkins. Welcome, Doug. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, as you were listing my credits, I'm like, oh, man, this guy sounds great. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. great. You know, I Where'd discovered you- him. 
You, oh, you just you discovered me? Yeah, yeah. When uh, I discovered you, when uh, you were my roommate in college. Oh, yeah. No, I totally remember that. And I I remember that one time I discovered you eating all my chips. Yeah, yeah. We discovered each other. It was like you don't hear about that very much in like these these big time podcast bios. Yeah. To the the two people on the podcast actually discovered each other. What are the chances? And we've been living the dream ever since. <laughs> uh, well, should we get started, Doug? I, I believe we should. All right, let's do this. Toss wasage, toss wasage. Wasaging all your tosps. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we review all of the worst one-star reviews that are out there. Oh, that's what we... Oh, okay. And be sure to give us one star as well. Okay, Doug. Hit it. Okay. Are you guys ready if I start watching that right now? What, 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 one star? One star. Okay. Our uh, first review that I'm going to tackle is for (laughs) the Corky 96 to 4 a.m. telescoping T-shaped handle Beehive Max Universal Plunger. <laughs> the best plunger on the, on the market? Yeah. Is this like I mean, a, connected to the internet or something? It's got numbers in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you connect it to the internet and it, it plunges your toilet from wherever. You can plunge your toilet from. Yeah. The grocery store, wherever you, you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a great it's a it's a plunger but it's one of those like it's not your typical you know 1970s plunger yeah it looks fancy it's got a black <laughs> plastic bell with Ooh. yeah that's like an accordion thing oh, going shit. on too. holy anyway. shit i gotta get one of these i think i've got to get one but maybe i should listen to the reviews first yeah listen to these one star reviews <laughs> okay this is from al he says Disappointed. Bell collapses easily and does not rebound to original position. Inadequate thrust and suction. That's the headline. Very wow. disappointed. I bought this plunger based on the excellent reviews that it has received, but must say that I am extremely disappointed in its quality, build, and performance. <laughs> Unlike other plungers <laughs> I have owned, the walls of this plunger are too thin and flimsy to retain their shape when the plunger is used. Instead, the walls of the plunger bell collapse and do not rebound to their original position unless you strike the bell against the inside walls of the toilet. This greatly slows down unclogging the toilet since you have to take the time to uncollapse the bell before you can push down on the plunger again. The thin and flimsy walls of the bell also mean that the plunger cannot generate as much power as others I have used with thicker and sturdier walls. I have had problems before, but usually with plungers with bells that are made of flimsy plastic. Man, and so... (laughs) That's a... He really paints a picture there, doesn't he? Like, shouting to the masses. Yeah, you wonder if he's a professional plumber or just takes huge shits. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know he doesn't say he doesn't say i'm a professional right. yeah, plunger and then he's just he's just kind of bur- burning through plungers this guy he's tried them all okay so 
a bunch of people um, commented on this gentleman's review of the plunger. And I'll read some of those. Right? <laughs> right. D. Blair said, the corky plunger I ordered through Amazon has a very thin walled end, allowing it to collapse easily back into the bell. Have a Kohler commode. First time I've had a clog in this Kohler. It's still clogged after five hours work. <laughs> <laughs> Plunging for five hours. The Corky always worked with our older commode. Okay, so that was one of the comments that he received. Another okay. one. So that, that's a, <laughs> so, a, kindred, yeah. a kindred spirit in the battle against this plunger. Yeah. And then ZG says, I tested this plunger at Lowe's. What does that mean? <laughs> some, some had a very stiff walled plunger. Some had a very flimsy walled plunger. Perhaps Corky's quality control needs a wake-up call. I bought a very similar product at Walmart for a quarter of the price of the Corky. Okay, and now... So is this supposed to be the best plunger on the market or something? I think, I think it's, it just, uh, you know, it pops. This plunger <laughs> okay. really pops. Like, it, okay. it, it looks uh, futuristic as far it's as... Gorgeous. It's yeah. gorgeous. It's gorgeous. beautiful okay. plunger. Okay. We'll, we'll put up a picture of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, California Cat says, proper use of this plunger or any toilet plunger requires that you allow the plunger bell to fill with water as much as possible, then insert the plunger into the toilet so it covers the drain completely, then plunge. It works like a charm. The plastic rubber is plenty thick and sturdy, but if it has to be soft enough to create a good seal. With proper technique, this plunger works perfectly. It sounds like you are trying to start the plunging action with lots of air in the beehive mm. or mm. bell. So this, this guy knows a lot of plunger. Or it works for the company. Technology. You gotta get rid of this. You gotta, you gotta talk this guy down. Okay, so, so that, that comment about how to properly use the plunger, that, that caught Al's attention. <laughs> he responded to it. Uh, six months after his original review. <laughs> and he says, I'd like to thank the people who took the time to comment on my review of this product. In response to these reviews, I made sure that the bell was as full as possible with water. And although this helps somewhat with reducing the bell flipping inside out, it does not totally eliminate the problem. The bell is still subject to flipping inside out. In addition, the bell is about eight inches or so high, and unless the toilet is filled to the top with water, you will have trouble filling the bell with enough water to provide resistance to flipping inside out. Also, sometimes the toilet is not filled with a lot of water when clogged, either because some of the water has drained down on its own <laughs> or because prior plunging with the device has lowered the water level and has not completely cleared the clog. Getting a little defensive there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need to use a plunger when there is hardly any water in the toilet and this mm -hmm. plunger will readily collapse under this situation. I have had other plungers in the past. <laughs> who, kn who knows how many, but uh, that were of much sturdier construction with much thicker and stronger walls so that when there was virtually no water in the toilet, I could forcefully and repeatedly plunge to dislodge the clog without the bell collapsing and flipping inside out. So why don't you keep those plungers? I know, like, I know. I was, I was about to say the same thing. It's like, I'm picturing like if he had them all, it's almost like golf clubs. 
you know, <laughs> for his different types of shit. So he just like kind of looks, looks at his nine different plungers and goes, that looks like yeah. a job for, for the seven. Yeah, he's a clog caddy. <laughs> or he knows exactly what type of a plunger to use. Yeah, has he thrown them all out or did he just destroy them? Yeah, who, I, he, must, he must just throw them out. I, I don't know why. Like, if a plunger works, you just you hang on to it for the rest of your life. Like, there's I no think reason. So. There's a few other reviews that I'll, I'll just. They're for the short. same plunger? For the same plunger. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> this one's pretty good. From D. Castleberry. Okay. Uh, what a piece of junk. <laughs> and he says, My son has a mega colon. At least <laughs> that's what it seems like. <laughs> He clogs the toilet every time he goes. I wore out my last plunger, an accordion type that worked great until the end. Bought this <laughs> until new the, end, the end when we buried it in the yard. <laughs> Bought this new plunger because it has such good reviews. But just a few days after receiving it, my son clogged the toilet again. So I thought, great, going to put this new plunger to use. The bell collapses and doesn't come back to shape. So what good is that? Had to get it out of the toilet and run hot water over it in the tub and wait for it to rebound. Now I need a new plunger because this thing is worthless. Thought about returning it, but I don't have the box anymore. <laughs> Came in a box? And <laughs> returning a plunger. <laughs> that you tried to Did use. you yeah, used plunger? Oh, we don't take plungers back, sir. They're $7. <laughs> and uh, also... He doesn't have a son. Come on. <laughs> right. His son with a massive colon. If your son's old enough to be like, yeah, clogging toilets all the time, you gotta teach him to use a plunger himself. Yeah, it's or you gotta or you gotta get him in there and chop it up a little bit before you flush it. Get in there and get a little yeah. knife and fork and chop it up <laughs> <laughs> before you flush. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And here's, this one taught me a lot. This is just from a <laughs> anonymous customer. Okay. They, they boldly claim that this fits all toilets, including elongated toilets. Unfortunately, what? it does not. Exactly. I have a Coroma Smart elongated toilet. And a this smart toilet? Does not fit. <laughs> it will not seal. It just folds in on itself and splashes toilet water all over. I will be returning this product. My search continues for a plunger for an elongated <laughs> toilet. What's that? What's an elongated toilet? And what's a smart toilet? Well, I, I, yeah, I don't exactly know what a smart toilet is, other than like the ones they have in Japan that have yeah. different buttons. And Those things. are pretty awesome. But uh, so there's elongated toilets, which is, I guess, what I have, and then there's more like circular toilets. Okay. Okay. Uh, and. Yeah. You must have different size holes. I, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I, di I didn't get too, too deep into it. It sounds like you did. <laughs> <laughs> you can always dig deeper, Doug. We'll save the next episode. You'll come back with more information that, for us. That's true. Oh, the, and okay. This is the last one. This is from Cookie yeah. Factory. Uh, the headline is, has a mind-boggling stupid design. The plunger itself works well. The holder, on the other hand, has a mind-boggling stupid design. It splits at the base and is incredibly difficult to reattach together once it comes apart. Ridiculous. And then edit. This is an edit. 
After two years, the compress action is starting to stick. So instead of expanding smoothly, it jumps, causing water to splash out. Not recommended. <laughs> but to write a review and saying how the holder sucks or whatever, and then two years later, add to the review, like go back and find your review and add to it. <laughs> That's... That's mental illness. <laughs> What's the, what is the holder? Is that the thing that you set the plunger in when you're not using it? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Like the base station or something? The right. charger yeah. for your base smart plunger? For your smart plunger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's great. That's, so that's great. That's uh, my uh, review of... Let me get the name right. The Corky <laughs> 96-4AM telescoping T-shaped handle Beehive Max universal plunger in black. What do you got? Well, you know, I, I didn't, we didn't plan this out, but maybe this is going to be an extra shitty episode of the One Star Podcast because I've got uh, some toilet paper reviews. Oh, nice. This is for Charmin. You know, toilet paper is the talk of a town right now. Oh yeah, people. There's a real rush on toilet paper. Early pandemic. Yeah, and let and let me ask you: Do you are you are you picky? Are you particular about your toilet paper? What do you look well, for when you're choosing a toilet paper, Doug? Well, I live alone. Okay, that's been well documented. And I just once a year I buy the giant Costco thing of toilet paper. Do you know what the brand is? Is it the Kirkland brand? Yeah, I think it's just whatever. Yeah, the Kirkland brand, which I'm sure is made in the same factory as some major toilet paper company because some of these people are very um they're connoisseurs they're well they're they're very they're very loyal to their brand of toilet paper. oh yeah yeah that's uh that's america brand loyalty yeah yeah so uh, there's there's quite a few on here there's quite a few one-star reviews for toilet paper these are these are actually amazon reviews oh okay okay this is from Shadow. <laughs> and it says, uh, okay, here's I'm the one. Come here's... up with a cool sounding username. Believe it's a view of toilet paper. And here's, and here's, I'll just find out So here's the, here's his review. I bought this particular package because it said it was 24 mega rolls, which is equal to 131 regular rolls. What I actually received was four packages of six rolls a piece. Each of the packages says six rolls equals 32 regular rolls. So I did receive 24 mega rolls, but according to the packaging, what I received was equal to 128 rolls in parentheses, 32 times four equals 128. I, I got ripped off. One star. <laughs> so where is this case in our uh, judicial system right now? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's working its way towards the Supreme Court right now. I think it's at the state court level. Yeah, the state Supreme Court. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean... So much math. Yeah, so, and, and also, who is who's deciding what one regular role is? Like, is there a standard? I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's like these people think they're trying to be tricked by this weird thing where they put more on the roll or something yeah. so that they say that it's two rolls, which is confusing. Is it, I, I'll admit it's a little confusing. Is it, yeah. Is it per square or is it like the radius from the tube? That's a good question. Garland H. Campbell says, uh, I give five stars for the paper, but one star for the confusing order page. 
showing a 16-roll package of rolls of 330 sheets per roll, like the picture I'm seeing besides this review. What I got was a box of 24 rolls, six packages packed, four rolls per package, 308 sheets per roll, three exclamation points. They it's counted the same the Yeah, they, they counted each sheet. They unreeled unre it and then counted 308 to the, to the square sheets in the roll. Do you think this person's uh, wearing a mask or no mask? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're a no mask. He says, I can't compare the value per square feet because I could not find the price for the pictured package. I did not get the package or the sheets per roll I wanted! Exclamation point. One star. Confusion and frustration is the title. Do you think any of them wrote the reviews on the toilet? <laughs> I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure all these are on the toilet. Here's, here's another one from, uh, uh, this is from Supervision. One star. So <laughs> this is, the title is good for a backup. Like if these is like backup toilet paper or something, I don't know. Um, and it says, the rolls do not last long. I went through two rolls a day, not great quality. Two rolls in a day. <laughs> two full toilet paper rolls. That's impressive, man. That is impressive. It's almost like a humble break <laughs> review or something. Yeah. But it's a good as a backup toilet paper, like for after you've gone through your two a day. I usually go through one a day and then I start a, I start a second one. But so these are all people who have ordered toilet paper on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I think they think they're getting Charmin. But some of these people, as you'll see, uh, think that they're getting cheated out of the Charmin, that somebody is making fake Charmin, like some Chinese fake Charmin or something like that, because they can feel on their, you know, their anus yeah. if it's Charmin or not, I guess. I've never bought toilet paper on Amazon, and it's never even crossed my mind. <laughs> like this, this person's review just says, when the quality is as bad as Scott, why pay more for this? Is Scott a bad toilet paper brand? Oh, what? Oh, you think Scott's good, Kip? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, would, I wouldn't know. I, somebody, I guess I have to product test them all, just go square by square. But this person says, this yeah. is Molly says, I had been using Charmin Ultra for over 10 years, but will not buy it again. First, they cut the width by one fourth of an inch. They probably thought customers wouldn't notice. Then the quality went down. The Ultra Strong is not strong anymore. What a shame. Oh my God. So they're, they're slicing off the edges of the toilet paper to save toilet paper or something. So now they're like really skinny, thick rolls or something. A quarter of an inch though? That's, That's not what that she much. thinks. That's what she thinks. She thinks they're well, ripping no. She thinks they're doing something with that other quarter of an inch of the toilet paper. She Just, had to measure, she had to measure true. an old roll against a new yeah. roll. Usually one square at this width. We'll take care of everything down there. <laughs> also, would you know whether or not it was, she, she uses Charmin <laughs> Ultra Extra Strength. Well, I don't know what that is. Here's one from Freddie Wise. He gives this uh, Charmin uh, one star. He says, had a very bad pungent odor. Before or after? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's reviewing it right after. <laughs> Use it, do the wipe, take a look at it then write the review. <laughs> I yeah. just, I, 
I can't fathom ever writing a review of this. Like, I got to warn the people. <laughs> I will tell you, though, the next time I use toilet paper, which I've never thought about before, the only toilet paper I've ever thought about in my whole life, if you like run out of toilet paper and you have to use something else that's not toilet paper, that's some sort of paper product. <laughs> Whoa, like a, sorry. Like a old envelope or something. Then it's, <laughs> you know, then I think about it a little bit. But otherwise, I'm just like, envelope. is there enough toilet paper or not? Yeah, there's bad toilet paper that really thins stuff. But that's, I guess, one ply. But doesn't it automatically become two ply when you fold it? I, get, I think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. You just got to get on this Reddit group. Get in this, face, <laughs> this Facebook group. Okay, here's one from Vivian. And she says, product likely fake. The paper is scratchy and dry. Fake toilet paper. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure what that would be. Likely fake. I don't know what that means. And then here's one. I kind of got to say that this is, a, this is an interesting one. So this one is from Catherine L. Mueller. And she says, I received my package with hot sauce spilled inside the box, but it does not appear that it was spilled on the box. <laughs> One star. <laughs> so, she, so she opened up the box. I'm still looking at a picture of it right now. She's got three pictures on here. But the, she's right, though. The, the hot sauce, it's only on the inside of the box. So that was for hot sauce or toilet paper? It's a review for the toilet paper. Oh. Which I guess, I mean, I guess you could give that a one-star review, I suppose, but it's not really about the performance of the toilet paper. Yeah. But okay. I, I would, it would upset me as well, I guess. Hot sauce and toilet paper. Great Amazon order. Here's one from a one-star review from Amazon customer. Did not want their name mentioned here. And the title is Smaller, Narrower Sheets That Are Not Strong. And this customer says, Dear Charmin, it is obvious that you are saving your money by making your rolls and sheets narrower. So here's another person that's in on the conspiracy of the narrower rolls. Yeah. I am so disappointed as I have used your product for years. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Four question marks. Do you think customers wouldn't notice? Three question marks. And another thing, I have used the ultra strong for a few years now. It seems to be mixed up with the ultra soft as it doesn't hold up while taking care of the tush. <laughs> One star. Everyone just needs to get those, whatever they are, the tushy bidet things, like <laughs> these people especially. They're, they would save so much money and they wouldn't have to uh, waste all their time writing these reviews. I mean, maybe, maybe people just have really sensitive b-holes. I was just gonna say that the the fine people at Charmin are not looking at these. And even if they did, they wouldn't <laughs> it. nobody except perhaps the head of toilet paper at Charmin would even care in the slightest. I can't Don, imagine. Don Charmin the <laughs> third. Yeah. This my is great my legacy. My great grandfather <laughs> yeah. will not have you shitting on his name. <laughs> okay I, I i have more of these i guess i'll just keep going <laughs> they're just they're never ending here's one that's uh that this is from mary mary lincoln says Charmin ultra strong is angel soft in a different size roll very disappointed in this toilet paper i expected the same quality Charmin ultra strong that we purchased locally no way 
without telling my husband that he was holding two different brands of TP, he told me they were the same tissue. I had actually put Charmin Ultrasound next to the Angel Soft we already had. The only difference was the size of roll and Charmin faintly embossed on the thin tissue. Very disappointed, so we returned it. Do you and, uh, how often do you and Stephanie talk about the toilet paper? <laughs> Never. It, also, she did like a double blind toilet yeah. paper test unbeknownst to her husband. <laughs> and also, she's, she's right. You should buy local. <laughs> local. Yeah, you're right. Local toilet paper. Or just making it by hand down there. I get, per- yeah, I, I get all my toilet paper at our uh, farmer's markets. And you do you pay by the sheet? Do you count them out? Yeah, well, I, I have the person count them out, count them out in front of me. <laughs> I don't know how long toilet paper's been around, but we should move past it as a culture. At some point. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for my toilet paper. Uh, should we take a break? Yeah, let's, let's take one of them breaks. Okay, people, I, people love our breaks. Yeah, they want to expand the breaks. <laughs> they want the whole show to be the break. Okay, and then when we come back, we'll have Toss Passage News. All right, and we are back. Welcome back to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. Whoa, Kip and Doug whoa, here with whoa, you. Whoa, one Star. Okay, Doug. I, when, I, when I ran upstairs, I like ran upstairs really fast, and I th- almost stepped on a mouse, I think. I also had bare feet. You imagine and stepping it, on a mouse tail with bare feet. And you, but you're running upstairs is means you have to go outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The mouse was not in your house. No, good. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> um, right, not for the podcast, but Doug, it is uh, time for Tosp Wasage News. Oh, excited. This is kind of big news. We just got some of the analytics back. Oh, yeah. I remember when we sent out for the analytics. Yeah. And uh, it it appears that the show is wildly popular. Uh, Crazily popular. Just as we assumed. Have you you noticed anything different when you're just kind of out, uh, you know, during your regular day? You know, things are opening back up again, and I guess yeah. people took this time uh, in quarantine to listen to our podcast a lot, and yeah. it's a little tough because I can't go anywhere now without people recognizing my voice. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. So, you, so do you, what do you do? Do you just try not to talk? I just get, yeah, I get stopped. Anytime I open my mouth, people <laughs> just like rush at me and say, <laughs> Scott and Jeff and Kipper Doug. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Who's who? I can but, see uh, that. Yeah, it's a little frustrating, but you know, it's the price. The price it we is. Pay. And what do you, do you think that some of this? Do you think some of this stems from the magazine? Is it possible? Yeah, we uh, we weren't getting the publicity we wanted, and so Kip and I started a magazine uh, that would publicize our podcast. Uh, and really dig deep into who we were as people. And we, we had a lot of great authors writing articles about us. Mm-hmm. And there was also, the magazine became very popular because we, there was also nude women in the magazine, which uh, it, who knows why it sold so well, but uh, the- It was either the articles about us or the nude women. Yeah, right? yeah. And 
the one issue that didn't sell great is when there was articles about nude women and pictures <laughs> of Kip and us fully clothed. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's still out there, so pick it up on your newsstand. Yeah, uh, like, like and subscribe to our magazine. Yeah, um, and I guess we should probably mention today's sponsor with us. Uh, today's, uh, this episode 108 sponsor is uh, Booktown. Doug, why don't you tell them a little bit about Booktown? Oh, Booktown is great. So uh, Booktown is like, I, I personally love bookstores like Barnes yeah. and Noble and our mm-hmm. local independent bookshops sure. all around. And so Booktown is, is kind of like those places, but yeah. instead of buying the books, you can just uh, sort of, you could take them home with you for free and as long as you return them. Yeah, and oh. it's a free service. It's sort of like Blockbuster Video, but you don't have to pay. So it's like kind of like a book trading post. Do you need like a membership card like yeah, you, you did need, at Blockbuster? You need a Booktown card. Yeah, okay. And once you have your Booktown card, you get access to Booktown and you could you could just hang out there too. You could just hang out in Booktown and do whatever you want. And then, so like, let's say I've, I've, I have a certain, like maybe you have a certain amount of time with a book, maybe it's two weeks or something. Can you, right. and you can probably extend it maybe? You could, you can right. extend it. If you fail to extend at Booktown, they will charge you a nominal uh, a late fee. Okay. Uh, that makes sense, 10, I guess. Ten cents a day or so. Okay. Um, and then when, so then when I, when I return a book, let's say, you know, mm-hmm. after I'm done with it, after I'm done reading it, then then it's somebody else is allowed to read that same book. Yes, that's right. Yes, huh. they don't have unlimited copies of, of books. That's um, a great, I mean, that's a great idea. I wish I would have thought of that. It's one of those moments no. where you're just like, ah, damn it. And uh, yeah, I wish I would have thought of it too. It's, yeah. it's great. I, there should be book towns everywhere. Yeah, I think so too. I put them on every block in every neighborhood. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Figure out when they kind of like do their first first stock offering. So their Booktown, rush on out to your local yeah. Booktown today. All right, we're back into it. Let's check out some more a one star reviews. Doug, I looked up some reviews of Disneyland on Google. Okay, and I personally the happiest do, place on earth. Yeah, I personally do not like Disneyland. I think it's not not a great place. Easy, Doug, and it's uh. It's very expensive. What about downtown Disney? Ever been there? Uh, yeah, that's like Universal City Walk, right? Yeah, yeah. I one time ended up in a bad part of downtown Disney. <laughs> Near the Bubba Gump? Yeah. All right. So here's just some random, random Disneyland Park one-star reviews. This is from Diana. I had a good time, minus one employee. I was waiting in line to ride Space Mountain and one of the employees was extremely rude. It was also my birthday. One star. <laughs> uh, had a great time except for one employee, the entire park. <laughs> part, uh, park of Disneyland gets one star because of one employee. Did she say what the employee did? She left a lot of details out that could have uh, added a lot. My birthday, and somebody didn't say happy birthday to me. One star. This is Tim Patterson, and he writes, Roger Rabbit Ride has no sign saying a newborn 
has to sit on the seat like a grown human. Okay, and this gets to a bigger <laughs> issue of people who take small, like super small <laughs> kids. To he Disney said infant. Event. He said infant. An infant yeah, is a like newborn, a newborn. Yeah, newborns aren't even supposed to be out of the womb yet. They only have to come out of there because their heads are too big. They're not supposed yeah. to even go outside for like six months to go on this Disneyland guy, rides. This guy, Tim, goes straight from the hospital. To <laughs> Kid, you're not going to believe this Roger Rabbit ride. But, <laughs> but then he complains that the, the kid sit up in a... Yeah. Just I'm so pretty that, sure that's not the rule. That can't be the rule. So did the, when he got up there, was he like, I'm just going to take this infant in my lap? And the park worker said, no, he has to have his own seat. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, he has to sit like a normal human. He also has to grow to four feet. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're like, you should at least be crawling. Yeah. To go on a ride. Here's another one. I like how this one starts. It's by Beatty Dutton. Do not bring your kids here. <laughs> my, to my Disneyland. Family. Do yeah. not bring kids to Disneyland? Yeah. Do not. Right. Okay. They'll hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I think her point is, do not take kids to Disneyland. Yeah, all you parents out there, uh, never take your kids to Disneyland. They will hate it. It's not like, it won't be their greatest memory from childhood. Right. Absolutely. I'd like to see one negative review from a kid. That's all. They're all from adults. <laughs> here, here are two uh, great reviews back to back, and then I'll, that'll be it for Disneyland. Okay. But Jenny Manure, I think is how you say it, okay. says, didn't feel magical. Took hours to get on any ride, and we didn't see many Disney characters wasn't impressed and then dennis lopez says too many people too magical <laughs> uh, which one is it man <laughs> you know you know disneyland gotta be like you know walt disney's gotta just be like well, which one is it too, too magical or not magical enough how do we please these people let's see what, what do i got here what else he got? Um, let's see here. I've got, these are a couple reviews for a hair removal product for men. So this is if you have uh, hair in areas that you don't want hair. You know, a lot of, lot of men want to regrow their hair, but some men have so much hair they want to get rid of it. Like on their body places. Yeah, I think, I think on their body. I don't know if any of the people used it on their head here, but this is from... And this, 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 this product, I believe, is called Veet. This product is called Veet for Men Hair Removal Gel Cream. Okay? All right. In this first review, and there's, there's, a, there's some uh, five-star reviews of this thing. 50% of the reviews are five-star. Uh, but there are also some one-star reviews. People are not as happy with this hair removal uh, product. So this is Nat's says, since my brother uses this stuff on his balls and crack, I figured it was safe for me as well. Very matter-of-factly. Mm -hmm. I have been shaving down there for years and thought this would be easier and more convenient. I was dead wrong. Wisely, I tested a, <laughs> wisely, wisely, I tested a small patch just below my belly button. I had cleaned the area with soap and water as recommended. 
After only a few seconds of applying the gel, the skin started to burn. The pain got worse with each passing second, but I was determined to suffer the required amount of time. After about five minutes, I could no longer stand the pain. Using the scraper, I guess that comes with it, to remove mm -hmm. the cream along with the hair was unbearable. I soaked a washcloth with cool water and gently wiped the area. Having worked most of my life in chem labs, I know what acid burn looks like and feels like. The treated area of my skin looked like it was burned by concentrated sulfuric acid. Removed hair had the appearance of being melted skin. And, there, <laughs> and where the hair used to be, the pores were erupting blood. There, wow. were small, there were small blister bumps. And while dabbing the area with my wet, wet cloth, little bits of flesh were sloshing off. Jeez. Gross, man. Gross. Thinking of my lab safety training, <laughs> I hopped in the shower and flushed the now raw skin with cool water for 15 minutes. The pain finally subsided, and I applied generous amounts of the cortisone burn cream. I had to place a three-by-three three gauze bandage over the area to prevent clothing from rubbing against it, which would cause intense pain. I had to change the bandage every day for two weeks and took about a month for the skin to completely heal. How my brother can gleefully slather this acid on his boys without burning them off is a total mystery to me. I'm so glad I did the recommended test before smearing this dangerous stuff on my crotch. So please, be sure to follow the directions to the letter. Do not apply this stuff to your sack and crack. You have been warned. No. Well, but that was a review that was needed to be written, I, I feel. Like that's uh, you well, that's, when you're search when you're searching for the creams that give you that nice shiny bald uh, look yeah, down there, like two sure. like two Patrick Stewarts, <laughs> right? Right. And there are a couple two Bruce Willis's down there, but who? What profession or what type of relationship are you in where you need to be like shiny clean down there? To I don't the know. Where, like, I think that it must just be a uh you know certain you find out the cool guy in high school is doing it and you <laughs> and then you're like well i gotta try that too what's he peer pressure yeah and it, so his brother uses it and so yeah. obviously you know he looks up to his older brother and i've watched my brother use it so many times <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay here's here's another one star review for the same product uh, and this, this is from a lady, right? This one. And she oh. says, I bought this for my husband thinking maybe things just appeared small down there because of his massive, because of his massive bush uh -huh. and bush, even though the product works, I'm giving it only one star because things are much worse down there than I thought. Don't trust the guy that's okay with only giving side hugs until the wedding. What? <laughs> Side hugs. So this guy must have somehow had, she thought that he had a tiny package, but it was only seemed tiny because he had a massive bush. So well, she was like, what, that's what she was hoping. Yeah. So she was like, Merry Christmas. I got you this sulfuric acid cream. But also she, she's married to this person. Yeah. She married him. But while they were consummating the marriage, she was like, okay, it seems kind of small, but that's just probably just because of this. It's buried in all these weeds. Got to like get this, allow this thing to shine and grow a little bit. So they didn't have sex before marriage. Apparently not. 
just side hugs. Just side hugs before marriage. <laughs> is that what you side believe in? Hug. Do you believe in only side hugs till marriage? Yeah, side hugs are super erotic. <laughs> I'm into it. Not not many people point out the issue <laughs> that ladies some some ladies love the man bush. You know, I've had a lot of compliments on my man bush. <laughs> sure. <laughs> of course. Oh, I always loved it in 80s movies when they would show man bush. You know what I do instead of like, you know, trying to like burn it away or shave it away, I just braid it. Yeah. I just have two two braids coming down each side. Yeah, pigtails. Yeah. Yep. Looks like Willie Nelson down there. Yeah, so I, maybe I should get on here and just suggest that to this woman. I could re- respond to her review. Yeah, I, I would also respond, like, get a divorce. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Well, I don't really have anything else. Oh, great. That means yeah. the show's over. It's a wrap for me. Excellent. Okay. All right, another successful episode of Toss Passage. I want to thank my special guest today, Doug Perkins. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Thanks for discovering me. Yep. Um, I'm sure you'll go on to huge things. Probably not. All right. Well, until next time, keep having miserable experiences, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya. God, I would keep saying see ya, but we're not going to see him. We'll hear you. We'll talk to you. See ya soon. (laughs) We'll We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug are Scott and Jeff, what happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best.